Yeah, yeah, you know what time it is. This is the We're Working On It podcast with your boy Justin Cred. Thank you guys again for listening to me each and every week. I don't think I was on last week. I'm not sure. There's a lot of stuff that happened the other week. But thank you guys again for listening to me. As always, you know you can follow me. I'll drop it for you guys again. Justin Cred92 on the Twitter and on the IG. JKNG516, JKing516 on that Snapchat. Make sure you hit me up there as well. All right. So this is finally the NFC breakdown for y'all. Uh, I'm not going to break it down to divisions. We're just going to go through the entire list uh, for teams. And the way it is, the NFC is actually the more competitive of the divisions. But what's funny is it's actually pretty easy to break all these teams down. So, you know, went through the list, went through the teams, looked up, you know, rosters and things like that, yada, yada, yada. And basically what I'm just going to break down to you is for you guys is just uh, an emoji, a simple emoji. And I'll explain what the emoji means for you each, every team uh, and why that team gets designated with that said emoji. All right. So first off, we're going to start with the Arizona Cardinals. And for the Arizona Cardinals, they received the classic grandpa face. Now, it's an old black grandpa's face for y'all. that I'm very racial specific on my emojis, but the Arizona Cardinals got the grandpa emoji. Now, right now, Westbrook Gates has them winning. The over-under set on the wins for the Cardinals is eight. Uh, the reason why they got the grandpa emoji is very simple. They're old. They have the oldest head coach in the league. They have the second oldest starting quarterback. Well, tie for the second oldest starting quarterback in the league. Carson Palmer's the same age as Josh McCown, and they're both two years younger than Tom Brady. Larry Fitzgerald's 36 years old, I believe. Uh, and Bruce Arians, like I said before, is the oldest head coach in the league. Uh, it's not the fact that they're just old in those key spots, but it's the fact that they're old in a very young division. You know, the Rams are on the rise. The Seahawks are always still going to be the Seahawks. And the 49ers are also very, very young. Obviously, get rid of their head coach and rebuilding their team. So the reason why that uh, I'm going to go with the under for this team is just the fact that I think the division is really hard. Uh, I think that they have up-and-comer guys with the Rams and also the 49ers and the Seahawks are the Seahawks. So I'm going to go under eight wins for them. It'd be interesting to see. I definitely don't think Conchie Palmer is a guy that can get around. O-line wasn't great last year. I think he's just going to take a lot of hits. He's not going to be able to get the ball out. Defense is still good, but I think they're going to be in the field way too long. Old Arizona Cardinals. All right. Next, alphabetical we're going with the Falcons Super Bowl participants last year and Super Bowl chokers from a year ago. Uh, so the emoji that I've used for them is... It's pretty easy. It's a, it's a, it's beer. It's beer. It's the beer smashing into each other. Referencing hangover, Super Bowl hangover. Uh, very tough division. Harder schedule. Um. Just I don't see how a team can come back from that. It's not just the fact you get to the Super Bowl. Getting to the Super Bowl is hard. Um, getting to having a great season after you got to the Super Bowl, we've seen it's it's very hard to do. But the fact that the way they lost the Super Bowl is something that I don't know. You, if, if people thought that Seattle losing that Super Bowl was tough, losing this Super Bowl to that same team 
I just I can't see mentally how they even get over that. Uh, Matt Ryan will come back down to earth. He's never played that well ever in his career. Um, I think that the defense wasn't great last year. And the fact that they lost probably the most important piece of their team outside the quarterback was offensive coordinator because Kyle Shanahan went over to the Bay. So they're projected at nine and a half wins. I think they will finish third in the division behind Tampa and the Panthers. Saints bring up the rear. So hangover, big hangover for the Falcons. They're at nine and a half. I'm going under. Right under them, like I said, the Panthers. The emoji for them is a right arm. The right arm basically being of Cam Newton. They gave him all these new toys, okay? Cam Newton has some of the best offensive weapons in the league. He's got a great tight end. He's got a good wide receiver. They gave him a good – he now has three running backs, if you want to count Curtis Samuel as a running back well, as a wide receiver. Their defense will bounce back. They have a fourth-place schedule. I expect the Panthers to bounce back to be over – what was their – Total eight and a half. I would bet the over. I have them about 11 wins, winning the NFC South and having a, a good, good season for them. Next, after the Panthers, we're going to go down to the Bears. Bears emoji. I had an emoji, but I had to put a word in because I couldn't really find another emoji to use, but it's a duck. Signifying lame duck, John Fox. Um, it seems like he didn't want to have this. This uh, this quarterback, he didn't seem like he was obliged to have him. It depends how he's going to play because I can see this team starting with Mike Glennon going two and four, you know, one and five to start. Put in the rookie, rookie does well. Same thing they did with Jameis. You have a defensive minded coach with a defense that isn't that good, and then all you want to do is focus on the development of the quarterback. John Fox out, new hot offensive coordinator in to lead the Bears to promised land. John Fox, lame duck coach. He's going to be out by the year. Over under is five and a half. Under, I think they'll be the worst team in the NFC. Excuse my bad. All right, after them, we're going with the Cowboys. Emoji we got is just running, a.k.a. run that rock. That's what they need to do. Right now, Zeke is suspended for six games for beating up the drums on a woman. It doesn't seem like he's going to get that resolved. So right now, he's out for six games. And we'll see how he'll do without the best running back. Now, they still have this old line. They still have Dak Prescott. They can patchwork a team together to be able to get to 3-3, three and 4-2 three, and two probably the first couple of games. That should be enough for them to hold water. I expect them. They're at 9.5. I actually expect them to be over this. I think they'll be fine without Zeke for six games just because... Zach, uh, Zach, well, Dak was able to just be so productive, even though I don't really know what else defenses can do differently to him. They'll still be able to run the ball. And that's the main thing. Even if you take Dak away from, or uh, Zeke away from this team, they still had a thousand yard running back and um, Darren McFadden on the team. Uh, You still have Alfred Morris, who's still a capable running back. They still have guys that can get it done. Obviously not to the level of Zeke, however, but these guys are still capable of proven players. Nine and a half, I have the over. After that, we have the Lions. I just have the eh emoji. I don't know what this team is. One year, I think they're going to be good. They're terrible. Next year, I think they're going to be terrible. They're going to be good. I don't know. Uh, I think they're the second best team in that division. I don't know if the division is that even good. Right now, it's it's at eight for them. I, this, this is one, like we said before, there's a bunch of teams that are either really good 
really bad, and a bunch of 8-8s. Eight and eights. Detroit seems like an 8-8 eight and eight team to me. I don't know if they'll be that good. I don't know if they'll be that bad. Matt Stafford just got a bunch of money. They look like he can buy a mini country now. But 8-8, eight and eight, I would just push on that because I really feel like they're going to go 8-8 eight and eight, uh, just for the season. After that, Packers. Over-under is 10 with a hand. It was a palm emoji. It's a palm. Uh, that, to me, just represents stop. Can they get any stops? They were decimated by injuries on the defensive line. They had nobody playing cornerback. They still, right now, for some reason, they think the wide receiver can play running back for them. See how that goes. Uh, they play in a weak division. I mean, the best quarterback they got to place is Matt Stafford, who hasn't won a big game. I mean, you tell me you got two games against Sam Bradford and Mike Trubisky slash Mike Glennon. That's four wins right there. So, 10... Wins for them seems low. I will bet the over for them. Uh, it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers always dominates. All right, after that, we got the Rams. They're over-under set at five and a half. The emoji that I've placed for them is simply a money bag. No one cares about the Rams, especially in L.A. But the one thing that does L.A. cares about is stars. And they do have a star, and it's Aaron Donald, and they need to pay that man. Okay? Right now, it's looking like he might sit out the first game of the season. He might not play in that game. So obviously going to cost him a check, but he obviously wants a larger check. They need to pay him. He's the best player on their team. He's been the best player on the team for the last three years. They need to give him his money. All right? Eventually they will. I don't know why these NFL teams always play this stupid negotiating game when they're going to end up giving the money at the end of the day. But that's what they have. After that, we're going with the Vikings. Their over-under is 8.5. I'm going under all the way. Their emoji is a water gun. Water gun, Sam Bradford's arm. I ain't trusting Sam Bradford. He's as brittle as a water gun that breaks every time you use it too much. Okay? He's going to probably get hurt again. He's hurt all the time. Um, I don't trust that old line that he's got in front of him. Defense, solid. Probably one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, they have great, outstanding players and talent on that defense. But... They have Sam Bradford. And once again, this shows you the difference. Uh, Detroit last year, bad defense, made the playoffs. Vikings, great defense, didn't make the playoffs. What was the difference? Quarterback. Same running game, same wide receivers. All right. Next up, we got the Saints. They're at eight and a half. Low, bet the under. Saints are going six and ten at best because they can't stop nobody still. Okay. Hand emoji again, just like the Packers, because they still can't stop nobody. They haven't stopped nobody in a long, long, long time. All right. After the Saints, Giants coming in nine and a half. Very conflicted. Obviously, people know I rock with the boys in blue all day. The NYP squad for the safeties in the corners. Outstanding defense. Lightning bolt. Because that defense is electric. Okay. They have stars all over the defensive line. And obviously, the biggest name is electric being Odell Beckham Jr. Can he keep it in control? Can he stay in his lane? Uh, Giants right now is eight and a, eight, nine. Same thing with Detroit. I feel like nine is pushing it. They were 11 and five last year. They have a harder schedule. They fly out to the West Coast a bunch of times. They face top five teams coming off of that team's bye. Seems really difficult for them to actually play and win all those games. Um, I would bet the under. I'm really hoping that they do win more, but I would I would bet the under if I was running that squad. After that, we have the Eagles at eight wins, uh, shooting that up. 
uh, the projection arrow charting up. The, def the defense for the Eagles is very underrated. That D-line is great. It's just a secondary that's very worrisome, but they have a great front seven. Carson Wentz looks like he'll take a, just another step forward. I like them getting LeGarrette Blunt to run the ball. They have the one of the best offensive lines that no one's talked about. So when you're good on the O-line, you're good on your D-line, you will win football games. It's very simple. Don't worry about the wide receivers. Don't worry about the uh, corners. Worry about the line of scrimmage. If you can't, if you can't throw the ball and uh, if you can't run the ball and we can run the ball, that's how you win football. It's a very simplistic game. Chart going up. I got the Eagles being at least a 10-win team. All right. Next, we got the 49ers. Their over-under is 4.5. I'm going to bet the under just because they play in the NFC West. I have the trash emoji. Very simple because this team is going to be hot garbage. All right? Hottest of garbage. If, if the garbage can could have flames on it, I would have thrown some flames on that bitch. But it doesn't. 4.5 for them. They're going to be bad. Seahawks, 10.5 for them. I'll bet the over, but just just over, like 11. 11 wins. Uh, and their emoji is, uh, is someone screaming. Because they got a bunch of loud mouths, and it's gonna be that's gonna be the team that we're gonna talk about all season long. Not just because of you know the quarterback, not just because of their personalities, but because of uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick. You know, Michael Bennett's been the guy who now will become the guy. You know, um, Mark uh, Marshawn Latim, uh, Marshawn Latim, Marshawn Lynch, this guy who doesn't speak to the media. He's not gonna tell anybody why he's sitting for the anthem. Michael Bennett is going to be asked about this again and again and again and again as the season progresses. Does that become a distraction? I don't believe so. They have a, they have a team full of guys willing to give their opinions about anything and everything. Uh, I feel like they'll just speak their mind. But, again, I think they'll win the division once again. All right, after that, we got the Bucks at 8.5. I Going over, but just at nine wins. I think the Bucks are going to be really good, but just nine wins. Uh, I have babies, babies, because they're, they're, they're young, okay? Uh, Jameis is still really young. That team, to me, is still really young. They're just not there yet. Maybe they'll grow up this season and finally win the division, but nine wins is what I have them out. They've got to find a way to beat the Panthers um, for it. It's going to come down to those two teams, to me, who wins the division, and that's how it goes. After that, last team on the list, obviously, is the Washington Racist Slurs. Uh, seven and a half for them. I think they'll go over. I feel like they'll be about eight and eight for them. Uh, and the Twister. Twister because the whirlwind. There's always an issue with Washington. We'll find some issue with them. If someone's going to say something crazy, there will always be some drama every single year. There's always an issue with the Washington racial slurs. And that is the way we have the NFL over and under for the team. But to further break down the NFC teams, I will tell you about which teams will get to the playoffs, and the team that I think will eventually get to the Super Bowl. Okay. So, right now, guys, teams that I have winning the divisions are the Seahawks and the NFC West. I have the Packers, NFC North. I have the Panthers in the NFC South. And NFC East, I have the Eagles. So, those are the four division winners. Two wild cards are going to be up for, it's going to be up for discussion. It's going to be tough for the two wild card teams. Uh, I'll just pick the five who will be probably in the mix. So I have Tampa. I have the Giants. I have the Cowboys. I have the Vikings. And I have the uh, Skins. 
Now, to break down just those five teams, uh, we'll see. So I have um, I don't believe anyone from the NFC um, West or the NFC North will compete for the rest of those. So the other two will come from either the South or the um, East. All right, Cowboys. I think losing Dak will hurt. Not enough. I do think that losing Zeke, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep screwing it up. Losing Zeke will hurt. Not enough, though. Uh, I think th- I think that they will win 10 games. I think the Eagles will still win the division, though. So I do think the Cowboys will make the playoffs. I just think Dak will regress a bit. They already have a bunch of injuries um, on the defensive side. They have no pass rush. They don't. I don't know who's playing safety or corner for any of these guys. Their defense isn't going to be good. It wasn't good last year. And... If early, if they lose three games early, that could be that's all the games they lost last season, in the regular season at least. So, oh, I'm sorry, I have the Vikings as well. But those are those are the teams. So I have Cowboys in. So now it's one it's one spot for four teams: Giants, Vikings, Bucks, Skins. Uh, Vikings, like I detailed before, I just don't see Bradford be able to get this team to the playoffs, winning a big game. And actually, you know, willing his team to make it in. Division, uh, I believe, is easy enough. But at the same time, those two games against the Packers, and I don't think they'll beat the Lions both times, uh, will not be enough to get them in. So Vikings, I have out. Uh, uh, the Washington Racer Slurs, also I have out. I don't believe, once again, same thing, D-line, O-line, uh, I Running back for them is a little bit questionable. And how much does this Kirk Cousin news kind of hang over this team's head? And they don't win big games. I mean, Kurt has yet to be a big game. If everyone wants to know why Washington doesn't want to sign Kurt, it's because he doesn't win big games. I mean, last season, they had two opportunities to make the playoffs. One's against the Panthers, one against the Giants. Both teams that didn't have anything to play for. He lost both those games. Both of them. At home. Okay? If you're a big-time quarterback, you got to win these games. Now, Will he get paid? Yes. Should they have the skins paid him already? Obviously, because they would have probably been paying him maybe $25, 26000000 million as opposed to the 30 to $33 million they might have to pay him next year. But neither here nor there. So that leaves it with the Bucks and the Giants. Uh, Bucks eight and a half, and then the Giants have nine. They're right there with that nine-win, eight-win team. Uh, I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to the Bucks this time. I'm gonna give it to the Bucks. I know they think they're young, but easier division, I believe. Uh, they have a good defense, good O line, but the the key for me, I think, is the fact that the Bucks will be able to probably run the ball next year. When it gets cold, you have to be able to run the ball. Um, I understand they do have outstanding wide receivers and they're going to have a good tight end, but I think the Bucks will get in with a, probably a nine and seven record. Giants are looking to be eight and eight, nine and seven. I believe Jameis will take that next step and lead his team to the playoffs as that last wild card. So I have the Bucks in over the Giants and those teams. Those are my six teams in the playoffs. Of those teams, I know people love in Dallas. Uh, Packers are always the team that people want to pick every single year. Uh, I'm going back with the Seahawks. I think 
Again, I picked Seahawks last year, but I just love their defense. I think they'll get a home playoff game. Right now, it's it's looking hard because every time Seattle goes on the road, they've gotten slaughtered the last two games. Facing the NFC South, they got beat down pretty bad by Cam and the boys two years ago. And when they went to Atlanta and all that future was playing for everyone in the crowd, Russell Wilson got a hand to him as well. So, I still got Seattle. I love their defense. I think their wide receivers are good. The only issue, again, is if can they keep this guy upright. That O-line is not good, but they're still able to win 10-11 games. It's all about the pass rush for them. I, I, I Apparently, there are apparently a lot of issues with, you know, Russell Wilson still. This team, I feel like, hate each other, but it doesn't matter if they hate each other. They're one of the most talented teams in the league, so... I got Seattle, I got Russell Wilson, I got them making the Super Bowl, and if you heard the previous podcast, I got them playing New England again for a second time in three years or four years? Three years, yeah, 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 it'll be three years, second time in three years. So, yeah, that's the list of teams I got for y'all, that's the NFC broken down real easy, nothing real super, super, super complex about that, uh, but yeah, so that was podcast for y'all. I might do another one this week. I'm not sure. I don't even know when we're going to put this one out. This might either come out. I don't know. You'll hear this when you'll hear this. But thanks again for listening to the podcast. You know where it is. Again, make sure you guys follow me, um, JustinCraig92, on the Twitter and the Instagram. And also, make sure you follow me on both of those because I got things coming. I know I write my Medium articles, but I got some video content for y'all coming out sooner than later for y'all. Y'all, y'all see it. Y'all see it on the on the gram. Y'all see it on Twitter. It's some stuff I'm doing with some YouTube stuff. So make sure you just call. Make sure you follow me there. And also also on the Snapchat, make sure you follow me there as well. Um, it's JKNG516, just JKing516 on there. And, yeah, I'll hit you guys up next week. And hopefully, you know, Kyrie Irving won't get traded again. All right, I'm out.